Hello, welcome to Codependent and Shit, a real ass bitch talking about real ass shit. What's up? How's it going? How are we doing? Are we functioning? If you're functioning, sometimes that's the best you can do, so that's good. That's great. Um, hopefully you're not you're doing better than functioning though. Hopefully you're 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 thriving. But you know, it's up and down. It's up and down. No one's always thriving. Anyways, um, I hope you guys liked the interview last week, my first interview. Um, I thought it was really interesting. Um, good information from Vanessa. Looking forward to more interviews in the future. A different kinds of guests that I just think will be... I feel like I want to pick guests that are relevant um, to different experiences my listeners go through. Because obviously all different kinds of people um, experience codependency and are out here living and listening to podcasts. And so, yeah, I think some of my listeners are musicians. So if they struggle with addiction, you know, we're going to just, we're going to mix it up. Anyways, this episode is going to be about, I guess, um, Valentine's Day. Because it's Valentine's Day. And, I mean, not just about Valentine's Day, but just in general, the topic and what Valentine's Day brings up for people. And I already, I'm already seeing it. I'm already seeing it on social media. All these posts about, like, they're dissing Valentine's Day. And they're like, oh, if you're single for Valentine's Day, this. If you Just all this bullshit around Valentine's Day. Kind of shaming. Helping you shame yourself for being single on Valentine's Day. And helping you start to feel sad. But here's where I want to intervene. Just like for the holidays... We don't have to look at this holiday, which is it even really a holiday? I don't really think so. It's kind of like fucking Hallmark holiday. If you feel negative or some type of way about it, if it's really gonna, is Valentine's Day really gonna bum you out? Are you really gonna let this day make you feel shitty? It's just another day. If you have a significant other, great, awesome. I think it's a great time to just love each other even extra than you already should be loving each other regularly it's it love is in the air it's a good vibe on that day however not for everyone some people get really down in the dumps about valentine's day and being alone and they call it single awareness day who gives a fuck who gives a fuck honestly so i just wanted to talk about if you're one of the people that's starting to feel lonely and got the blues about valentine's day Let's let's go into what what we're doing here with that. Like I keep talking about, and I actually asked in the Facebook group what people wanted to hear about, and someone said, I won't use her name because I didn't ask. She said she really likes the topic of reframing behavior. So not even just reframing other people's behavior, but let's let's pay attention to what we're framing even external events to mean basically if you're getting triggered by something anything anything making you mad whether it's someone's behavior a day of the year valentine's day what are you making that mean why does this bother you so if you're upset about valentine's day if it is a sad day for you what are you making valentine's day mean Let's see. You're making it mean I'm lonely. I'm always alone. I'll always be alone. 
No one will ever love me. So you're choosing that. Just like you're choosing to make other people's behavior mean something about you too. Like if your person you're dating is taking a long time to text you back, you start making it mean, oh, they're over me. Oh, they're ignoring me. Oh, they don't love me. This is a choice. What are we making people's behavior mean? What are we making this day mean? What are we making everything mean that triggers us? Because it's based around what we are making it mean. I want to drill this as many times as possible because I swear as far as my codependency journey um, has been in recovery, this is like the biggest revelation I've had is this changing what we are making things mean. When we get triggered, realizing, wait, what am I making this mean? What is this? What within me is this triggering that is bothering me? Because it's some sort of belief that you have that you don't like, but it's there. You have it and it's triggering that belief. So like I said, this Valentine's Day is bothering you because you have these beliefs that you're lonely, you're always alone, you're always going to be alone, and this is triggering it. But we don't have to do that. We don't have to get so upset about Valentine's Day. We could reframe it. We could be like, this is where the shift happens. This is where we we are beating the thoughts and changing the patterns. If you stop yourself right when you start getting upset, realize that you don't feel, you feel some type of way about something, stop yourself. Like for example, Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day. Love is beautiful. Love will come to me when the time is right. But now I will celebrate my singleness and cherish the relationship I have with myself. What a great reframe for Valentine's Day. This is just not your season. That's okay. You will have your season. You stay confident that you'll have your season. Love will be blooming out of every motherfucking pore. You'll just be like so in love with your person because you've done the work. (laughs) And it's going to be great. But right now, it's just not that time. And that doesn't mean you're unlovable. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean you're chronically single. It just means right now, you're just not supposed to be be doing that otherwise you would be so maybe this is happening because this is a great time to cultivate and nurture the relationship with yourself yes this valentine's day if you are single i want you to celebrate yourself let's talk about that because i talk about it a lot the relationship with the self is the most important relationship of all Again, your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship of all because every other relationship in your life is reflective of the relationship with yourself. This is real shit. People just mirror back what we already have going on internally. When people trigger us, it is just mirroring back the shit we already have within us that bothers us. We literally cannot give love to people if you do not know how to love yourself same with compassion you cannot give other people compassion if you don't know how to give yourself compassion you've never even learned to experience that feeling so why do you think you can give it to other people if you've never even experienced that within yourself because everything that happens every emotion and feeling you're processing it within your own experience and existence first before you're going to give it to others 
But if you're not really ever giving yourself love, why do you think you're able to give love to other people? And same with compassion and same with, you know, every other emotion or um, extending of gestures or, you know, any anything like that. Um, it's like... I think a lot of people under are starting to understand this, um, cultivating relationship with self, but I know some people, and I witnessed it the other day, have absolutely zero concept of this. Like, I have a friend, her sister's um, kind of more into the self-development, very into the woo-woo stuff, and her sister started to take, like, videos of her doing, like, her meditation practice and, like, body movement um, for her followers, like, those sped-up videos, and... She's doing her thing, and her other sister to, to me was like, my, we're like, what the fuck is she doing in those videos? Like, they think it's so weird. And I just realized in that moment, they think it's so weird because they have never taken time to do meditation, to connect with their own inner being. They don't, they've never done that, and so they think it's weird for a person to sit in uh, silence in, like, private and... um, connect with themselves internally I don't see why this is any less important than working out if some of these people care so much about taking care of their bodies why do you think your external being is more important is so important but your internal being isn't that you don't take time to just connect and, and nurture your soul to connect like Uh, go I feel like that is such an important aspect like your physical being is like your meat carcass for the soul like really you're all that matter I mean I'm not gonna say all that matters your body matters so much but it's your carcass it is literally your meat suit for this being you are inside it's just carrying you along the way man (laughs) so connecting with the self is like and if you're trying to heal behavioral patterns and toxic things of course you need to go in and meet the self and connect with the self and forgive the self. There's so if you have guilt you're carrying, you got to forgive yourself. You like it's it feels weird to a lot of people I think to the concept of sitting and talking with yourself, but like it's not weird, guys, and the more we do it, the less weird it feels. I felt silly too when I first started doing it and saying like trying to connect to my inner child and be like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I love you." But over time it's not weird and over time this is really healing stuff like this is so important for your spiritual development your soul development if you believe you have a soul this is important work if you believe you have a soul and you want to heal this is very important work to connect forgive tell tell yourself you love yourself just i'm here with you that matters that's important Literally, the relationship with the self, the way I like to think of it is, it's like the foundation of the house. Like, your entire life is going to be the house, right? Like, your your friends, your family, your career, the anything. But if the foundation isn't good, those things aren't going to be so, so great. They're not going to be, it's not going to be the sturdy, protective house if the foundation is shit the foundation is your relationship with yourself and that needs to be solid as fuck because then you have solid as fuck relationships surrounding you you have solid as fuck career you are just solid as fuck because you got right with yourself that is real shit how many times an episode do i say that honestly i wonder (laughs) but it's a real 
I just talk about real ass shit. I'm a real ass bitch. I'm a real ass <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Um. So, on that note, for Valentine's Day this year, if you're single, if you listen to this and it's not Valentine's Day, this always applies, okay? This always applies. Here are some tips for self-love this valentine's day and forever and always you can always do this shit because i do this shit and it's the little things so number one buy yourself flowers candy chocolate covered strawberries whatever you ideally would get from that person if there was a person on valentine's day get it for yourself and enjoy that shit who gives a fuck it's for you from you because you love you right Number two, treat yourself to something like you like even if you don't like candy and all that, just get yourself a little something that you that you want that you like. I mean, don't go overboard and like overdraft or, you know, blow a bunch of money if you don't have the means, but treat yourself. No guilt. Treat yourself. You are number one, baby. Number three, get something done you've been putting off for a while that's stressing you out. That's you just won't get around to doing it. Like it's in the back of your mind like every day, but you still can't manage to get around to doing it. Do that thing. And then you're gonna have this weight off you. That's that's appreciating yourself. That is loving yourself right there. Get that stress off. Just do it. Just do the thing. I do this shit too, but dude, do the thing. Number four, this one's gonna weird some of you out. Write yourself a love letter. If you've never done any self-work, this might be very uncomfortable, but why is it uncomfortable? There you go. Which is not that weird. Um, And if it's really weird, make a list of, just at least write a list of things you love about yourself. Make a list of things you love about yourself. It could be physical, but try to get into like internal, you know, like like uh your traits your your values you know stuff that you really value and love about yourself but if you're down to write a love letter i've done this before it's not weird it's it's very like it's it feels good it feels good that's all i'm gonna say number five take yourself to dinner oh shit this is this one will definitely make people a little uncomfortable take yourself to dinner um going to meals alone is not weird contrary to what i mean in my opinion but some people think it's weird i don't know what's weird about it i think it's great if you have the fucking confidence to go sit at a restaurant by yourself and enjoy a meal fuck yeah i love when i see that i've done it i've definitely like felt like are people looking at me but who gives a shit you're confident strength is standing on a street corner alone you don't give a shit if you really feel uncomfortable about it, DoorDash. That's what I did a couple couple Valentine's days ago. I also did sushi, though. I wouldn't DoorDash sushi. It took so long that I got sick from the sushi. So, just my little side story. But yeah, DoorDash, like Postmates, whatever you have. or Pizza. Get a fucking pizza. Get Chinese food. Order yourself a bomb-ass meal. Light some candles or something. I don't... There's nothing weird about making a cool... A nice, intimate setting for yourself. I will do that. I'll light candles and, like, after I cook myself a good meal. Mmm, that's some real fucking nice self-love right there. Looking out for number one, baby. Like, yes. Romance yourself. Yes. Number six, clean your room or your house, your apartment, your car, anything. That's self-care. Um, when... When things are a mess, 
and disorganized, that definitely makes you more stressed. Fight me on this, yo. Like, I came from a home that was, like, messy 24-7 chaos. Like, I'm not kidding. And I had to really, I really have to, like, drill myself to, like, be cleaner. And it's been an ongoing process. Plus, I'm a single mom to a toddler. Oh, my God. So, it's really hard. But I just noticed that once I started, um taking better like loving myself and taking better care of my relationship with myself I just by nature want things to be clean because it makes me feel better and I care about how I feel well obviously I'm not perfect in this department still but we're getting there hopefully um number seven meditate connect with yourself um take even just take the time to close your eyes and just connect with you with you with your higher self, with who you really are, connect with you. If you're not down with meditation, try guided meditation on YouTube. Like they have so many starters. Be like self-love meditation, anything to just, you know, get that inner, inner connection going. Cause once you establish that relationship, I'm telling you, man, like things will just just get, it's like really a journey. Once you open up that, that, um, level of communication with yourself and your higher self number eight exercise move your body and connect with your body of course that's self-love um yes i said this is a meat carcass and a vessel but it's still a part of you in this life this person you are and it matters and it's important and um it's your temple it's connected to the things you eat and the way you take care of your body connects to your mind so taking care of your body moving your body is great self-care and love also if you're like me and you're in your head so hardcore like I at some point along the way I became all head like I'm just in my head connecting to my body has been a struggle so I've started doing like somatic breathing and stuff and just working out really trying to focus on just being in the body not in the head being in the body being present in the body because it's all connected and it all matters So those were my tips for self-love on V-Day or all day, every day, whenever you want. Um, Just appreciate yourself. So I guess what else I wanted to talk about was my recent experience with dating. Um, Just because I've had great revelations, I started listening to this podcast. It's called Single Smart Female. It's kind of cheesy. And even the intros on the show are a little cheesy, but I really love their content. It's very conscious. It's very about dating in conscious ways and really dating from healthy places within ourselves as opposed to looking for wound mates, (laughs) wound mates versus soulmates. Anyways, um, the big thing that shifted for me from this show I listened to uh, just a takeaway was my intention with dating changed and this changed the game guys I decided that my only intention with dating intention is everything but my only intention is to have fun and oh my god what a weight has come off my shoulders there's just we put so much fucking pressure on ourselves we make dating so hard because we have so many expectations or oh my god if we go out and we like each other isn't this are we supposed to be together 
Am I supposed to delete my Tinder? Like, all these, all these pressures we put on ourselves once we, like, even, like, go on a date. Like, what if you just started going on dates to just have fun? What if you started seeing people just to have fun instead of being like, okay, we went on three or four dates. Is our, What are we? Are we going to be something? If you take that pressure off, the vibe is not only going to be smoother with both of you. You're just, you're way more, I can already see it. Your energy is just more attractive because ultimately, especially girls, this is mainly, this is really for us because we're the ones that tend to make things very serious or we want to know what is this? What are we doing? You'll be so much more attractive to a man if you were just fun, if you're fun, because that's what we're supposed to be doing. Dating is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be this like put everyone in a box. This is what it's supposed to, we're supposed to be doing this and this, you know, just have fun and um, don't hyper focus on anyone right away. Like if you're dating, date a bunch of people, date all the people you want and don't hyper focus on one because you don't know what's going to happen. And I would, something else that I'm reminding myself is trust that's your, whatever your higher power is, whatever you believe, the universe, whatever has your person for you. And so whoever is going to work out, it's going to work out. You cannot fuck up what's meant for you. The person that's meant for you is going to work out with. There, Can you date people also that you just have fun with and they're just kind of someone you just enjoy each other's presence and then it doesn't turn into something? Yes, absolutely. That's great. Awesome. Let people take you out. Women, let men take you out and wine and dine you and do great, a fucking awesome, amazing dates and enjoy it. Enjoy it for what they're bringing to you. And just have fun. Same with guys. Go out with girls. Have good experience with the girls. But this doesn't have to be your future wife. You're just having fun right now until your future wife moves in. That's okay. And when you meet that that person comes in, it's just going to flow and happen. But in the meantime, let's enjoy dating. Let's enjoy women for what they can bring. Let's enjoy men for what they can bring. Let's come from a healthy place within ourselves so that when we're showing up on dates, we're not showing up with this, this thirsty um clingy energy that we're looking for someone to just make us happy let's show up to dates as we're already happy we're we're good with ourselves and we're just here to have fun with you and and enjoy you enjoy that person you're out with seriously we we don't need to make it so hard um make dating fun and that's where i'm at my energy has definitely changed because not only even in this short time the quality of men that are asking me out how many men are asking me out it's just they're just coming out of nowhere and it's like from the kind of men I entertained last year to this it's crazy like these are successful men they want to take me to do awesome things like I am fucking into it and I'm like hell yeah like something shifted within me and I feel good about it and I think it's just my relationship with myself has really become so secure that I know if I want to go out with someone, this doesn't mean this guy has to be my forever. He could just be my, my tonight. We go, we go out and go to some cool museum or whatever. And we enjoy and have fun. And if it's going to be a thing, it'll be a thing. Um, something else I want to mention is as far as like what we're making things mean. Um, same with dating, like... If you're talking with someone and they take a long time to respond, girls, we are notorious for getting upset about this. 
We don't have to make it mean that they're over you, that they're ditching you. We And when we freak out about a long time between getting a response, we push men away. And men, this pushes girls away too. Nobody likes this shit. Nobody likes that if you were not available to them for a certain amount of time, that they're triggered. Because you know what that means? They have self-esteem issues. Because you're triggering some wounds they already have with security. That you're triggering the security. That's why they're starting to be like... Like, where have you, like, what? Oh my god, you didn't talk to me for three hours? Fucking chill, see, Cynthia. I don't know if your name's Cynthia. Is anyone named Cynthia that, <laughs> anymore besides the doll on Rugrats? <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, guys. I actually, the other day, um, no, this was yesterday. I asked listeners in the Facebook group, not that the Facebook group is very popping. You guys should get in the Facebook group. <laughs> Their Facebook group's not cool because mine is dull. Um, I asked what you guys wanted to hear about. And um, what else did that other person, someone else said, they said, stopping. Oh, how you, how you to create um, the vision of what you, a healthy relationship would look like for yourself. So my, my suggestion for that would be to... Really think, if you're trying to cultivate a healthy relationship, if you want to manifest a healthy relationship, if you're something else you want to draw in, obviously you need to do a ton of, um, not a ton, but like start doing self-work, inner work, forgiving yourself, really starting to love yourself, get to know who you are, what is important to you, what you value, so you can start to understand what is it that you want to feel in your future healthy relationship. Do you want to feel loved? Do you want to feel secure? Do you want to feel supported? Do you want to feel connected? Do you want to feel validated, adored? Do you want to feel, um, I don't know, anything that is like a, such an important f- uh, feeling to you that you would like to feel? Um, and then really start trying to give yourself those feelings, however you can do that. Like if it's your hobbies, things you love doing, something you're passionate about is always the best way to connect with yourself because things you're passionate about, that's straight from your soul. That's like your soul drives. I'm talking about the things that you do and you lose track of time when you do them. You you don't look at your phone. You don't care what time it is. You're just absorbed. Those are your things. Your soul is here to just do. That is alignment for you. So do those things. That's always a good um, way to get in those feels. But what you, um, yeah, drawing in some, like what you want this person, uh, um, I won't say make you feel, what this person will help you feel even more of within yourself. So um, also I think something that has helped me is just to like observe couples that you label as healthy. Like even if they're not in your personal life, maybe in like social media, like on Instagram, well, these, there's lots of couples. They're both, you know, in biz, different businesses or any type of work where they kind of have a social following. And a lot of the times they'll be very public about their relationship and their relationship dynamics. And um, I think that's a good way to see like if you, if the way they are um, resonates for you and that's kind of the type of relationship you want, like just observe them. Like what do they do? Like what makes them so healthy in your eyes and that helps you start to figure that out for yourself um but honestly also dating is how you learn you date 
and you learn what you don't like and what you do like. You're going to go out with people and realize like something that's a deal breaker for you or something that uh, what is you consider a red flag like oh this is unhealthy oh I won't date I don't want to date someone again that xyz you know dating is how you learn also so um that definitely helps I feel like there was a second part of what he wanted to talk about but um what was it Oh, uh, oh, about identifying beliefs, self-limiting beliefs. How do we identify self-limiting beliefs? Um, it's hard because you don't, they're not conscious. You're, you're not like, oh yeah, I have worthiness issues because you don't realize that. Or you're like, oh yeah, I'm not, a, I'm afraid of love. You don't feel that. You probably feel, oh, I want love. I want love. But where you, you can realize what your beliefs are is around your actions. What do you do? Pay attention to what you do because that's where the subconscious is playing out. So if you're saying, this is a, like example about me. I was used to say, oh, I want love. I want to meet my partner. I want to be in a relationship. And then what do my actions show? I pick people that can never be with me. I pick people that are fresh out relationships, are moving away, are just unavailable. Because what does that show? Ultimately, I don't really want love because if I did, I would pick people that could give love. But I pick people that I know cannot because at my core, I'm afraid of love and I'm afraid of being vulnerable. So that stuff all keeps me safe. So I really had to come to terms with the fact that I'm unavailable and I'm still working through that. This is, it's hard. I'm still attracting pretty like unavailable men, but I'm really trying to see it for what that is and still work on those issues within me. But yeah, pay attention to what your actions when your actions conflict with what you think you already believe, like if you think you want something, but then you realize like what you're drawing in is the opposite, there's probably a conflicting belief there. And so really start to pay attention to actions because that is where the subconscious plays out. And once you start catching those is a game changer. Then you can start trying to shift the belief. And by doing work, how can you challenge them? You take new actions. You stop yourself and you're like, I could keep doing what I always do or I could decide to do like the total opposite and that's a game changer you change you took a new action you're challenging that belief right there your ego's gonna be like oh my god what the fuck <laughs> all right oh, damn 30 minutes is good good episode <sighs> all right guys I hope that you have a great week I hope that you feel good on valentine's day i hope that you feel good about where you're at i hope that you realize that people can't give us feelings we can only give ourselves feelings and that is that is fact um and really just i just want to stress a million times over over and over until i'm dead in the ground like they're gonna be reading my eulogy and they're like she wanted you to love yourself (laughs) put on my tombstone actually i want to be cremated but if i had a tombstone it would say love yourself (laughs) i just want to help you guys remember that you are worthy you are lovable you always were and I just want you to remember that I want you to come back home to yourself and know you were always worthy and always lovable and there's never been anything wrong with you and you're perfect the way you are and you're valued 
you're valued and you're lovable and all the things just this is this is facts this is remember just come come back home come back home to yourself all right i love you and when i say that i mean that okay i really do love you because if you listen to my show you are doing the motherfucking work you are doing the work i respect you i respect you and i love you okay have a good week